boom, 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 boom. Boom, bam. There it is. We are recording. That means Chaos and Company is back. The podcast, The Fall Line with Chaos Company, is here. I'm Dave Caperton, and I am here with my buddy, Angelo Ross, and we have been gone from you for a while. Um, Angelo and I have both been quite, quite busy in April, May, and June, and we wanted to get back going again here. We were hoping to keep going there a little bit in April, May, and things have just been super busy, and uh, we're pretty, well, chaotic, right, Angelo? <laughs> that's well played man yeah chaotic and, i see what you did there yeah so i'm 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 psyched to be back finally doing we don't have a guest tonight so maybe a couple people out there might want to tune out already because they don't like <laughs> listening to you and me but uh we do have some guests we're lining up and we'll have some podcasts here to finish out season two before we get to season three we have um, had people tell us friends of ours that they won't listen if there's not a guest on. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just like, okay, so that's why I'm just letting them know. I don't want them. To, I don't want them to hang on for ten minutes or fifteen, thinking somebody's coming that they're just warming up and someone's going to come on. So you know, I'm just going to let them know that ahead of time, so we don't have any complaints later. I can't uh, blame them. Yeah, I you know, I wouldn't listen either. <laughs> <laughs> I barely listen now. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, what a what a season it's been so far, and and. I wanted to start it off, Angelo, that um, they're still our sponsors. We haven't even finished season two. We're hoping, uh, you know, we'll stay on with us. Uh, hopefully we haven't been too chaotic, but um, Blizzard Technica has been amazing to come on as our sponsor this season to help us out with the podcast. We've had a bunch of uh, some of the national team members that ski on Blizzard Technica, um, and uh, that's been awesome, and we hope that'll continue, but um, they've been super good, and um, I'm really psyched that... Uh, Things worked out, and Joe Slipe's been really great with us to help us out. And then also we have Nick Blaylock at uh, Nick's Boot Fitting over at uh, Mount Snow. And uh, Nick's been great. I've known Nick for a long time working on my boots, and uh, having him on the sponsor has been awesome. And uh, I think we should – I just wanted to thank them first. As we get going again here, it's finishing up Season 2 the next two months before we hit September. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say or – I want to thank them too, and that um, I, I was at National Academy. I know we're going to talk about that in a bit, but um, in the past, I, when I've gone, I've taken <clears throat> excuse me more than one pair of skis, and usually end up leaving a, a pair in the hotel room the whole time. So I was like, I'm not doing that again. And I I grabbed the Brahma 88, you know, and a 177, and it's just perfect. Just any. Uh, any situation we threw at it, it was terrific. Never, never even thought about getting on another ski. So just, yeah, fortunate to have that relationship. Um, and I, I want to just want to thank, thank Technica Blizzard. Thank Joe. Thank Nick for a great setup. And yeah, more to come. Yeah. Yeah. Before we know it, we'll probably be over at Nick's shop getting our boots done. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. I've got a few. I got a text today from my buddies. He's wondering when's Pro Gym. When's Pro Gym? I want to book my hotel. So I had to find out from Don, and it looks like that's rolling right along. We'll be at Killington again, December twelfth to the sixteenth. And uh, you know, this past season was great to get back to to doing the full on Pro Gym with you know almost I think with more than five hundred of us there with the whole staff and national team and mm -hmm. Masters Academy Pro Gym. That was huge and. Uh, it was the biggest ever, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was, mm -hmm. and um, you know, we didn't have the banquet, but it was it was kind of neat. I liked. I I personally thought it was nice the um, Thursday out with your group. You know, it's definitely a little more uh, friendly, kind of just with the crew, and uh, had a good time. It was a uh, great, great week, and you know, my crew definitely is is a bunch of fun, and uh, it's awesome to ski with them every year. And it's been I've been very lucky to be able to do that for quite a few years now. Yeah, it was great to see everybody for sure. And I ended up, I did a level one college, which was cool. Five, yeah. five days of working with new members, bringing yeah. them in at seven in my group. And and it was just, they were super prepared. It was just a great week. You know, they were, I'm like watching them first day and they're, you know, they were above the level one standard. I didn't tell them that. And I was like, this is going to be a good week. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, always a good feeling. It was, yeah, it was, it was great. But how cool was it to to see everybody? 
you know oh it was i mean it was finally you know getting back out in the hill and you seen the whole crowd and you know making noise off the lift at each other and uh it was it was fun and seeing the team members there and uh skiing with their groups masters academy that was you know it, it's great when we can finally get together and hang out and have a beer a little bit and go skiing that was cool you know, any I will say any Eastern member who's who's hasn't gone to Pro Jam, man, seriously think about it because it's such a great event. And early in the season to get that much focused um uh instruction, you know, under your belt that early, just just a super great way to start the season. But man, you make friends with folks and just see them year after year, and that is hands down the best part, you know. And yeah such a great event and, and i say the same thing about national academy and i will when we start talking about it but we've got these premier events that you just you just can't go wrong yeah yeah that's great and uh and killington always usually delivers even during the mud bowl the mm -hmm. uh the mud seed we still skied it was uh not a lot of snow more dirt than than snow but we skied all week that mm -hmm. was crazy week that was back in what was that that was 215 i think yeah, i was still I was still teaching in the classroom. I wasn't at that one, but I heard yeah. stories. Yeah. It was nuts. But yeah, it is crazy. I mean, we start, it's not our very first event of the season because we have usually at least uh, management seminars before that. But, it, you know, the full-on educational event with all our members, that's definitely, it's, it's like the premier event of the entire season. We start with it and everybody's jazzed. I know I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to roll. You know, I want to get on snow. I mean, I want to get on snow now. And I know you've been trying to down a big snow. And um, I am planning, you know, everybody's like, well, you're going to go ski in the summer. I'm like, well, no, but I'm not probably not till September, but I'm going to go to big snow just because I want them. It's like they're back open. Um, I'm going to try to go in July. I, I, I kind of made a proclamation in April that I was going to ski every month this year. But then, ran, you know, we, we had a couple of months of, of um, some personal things going on that, um, were, were rough and I ended up, I did ski in May. I had to run up to Albany for a meeting and I, um, left the day early and skied at Kellington on one of their, not their final day, but you know, it was a couple mm. of weeks before they closed and it was great. Ran into some people, um, Joey Carey and Eric, Eric Kelly and, uh, Brandon Bach and ran into Dan Hogan. And it was just, it was really fun, but, um, didn't get to ski in June. I was planning yeah. to go to big snow, but, uh, yeah, hopefully July get out yeah. there. Hopefully we can get a big group of us down there. Like we were trying last year on your birthday. Maybe we'll yeah. get it this year on your birthday. Yeah. So nobody but. gives a shit about 51. <laughs> well, we missed, you. we missed it last year. We were already for 50 and you know, the fire, I mean, it was like, what a bummer. And then they couldn't get reopened. You know, it took them a long time. It's like, you know, it's really great now to see if they are. Yeah. And, um, I know I've seen definitely some people have been going down there, which, you know, wish I was with them. So um, soon, soon we'll get down there. Hopefully we'll get a big crowd down there. But um, what else happened with your ski season, man? When we got past pro gym, mm -hmm. I had a really good year. Um, I didn't have a lot of days. I relatively speaking, I think I ended up with, it was somewhere in the low eighties, 83 or something like that. I mean, which is a lot of days. Yeah get me wrong but uh i took a little more time off than i than i typically do in between trips and in between ski days just to rest and i felt like i skied better um because of it you know but i had we took a trip out west amanda and i went with some friends and that was great and i think by the end of the year all in all i, I skied like 19 resorts um, 80, 82 or 83 days. So you, you can't complain about a year like that, you know? And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was all good. I, I don't know. I haven't counted days in a long time. Maybe I should. I don't, I don't know how many I did. Did a lot. Um, it was nice to get back in the car and not that I enjoy all the driving, but it was nice to hit, you know, I like hitting the different resorts and getting down South a little bit again. Got, didn't get way down South this winter as far as you went hopefully maybe this winter I will. but um get down into pa got to some new resorts did the uh did kind of a five-day swing for resorts when we were doing the uh, futures camp mm -hmm. down at blue and uh you know went to watch which i go to a bunch we started there 
Then I went down to Mount Peter and uh, skied down there with Mr. Gallo's resort. He's the ski school director down there. That was great. And then um, 10 o'clock start too. Like I can get up, relax, sleep in late. Oh, 10 o'clock start. Like a banker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, and uh you know went from there to blue and then uh finished up over in connecticut and uh so yeah it was uh it was warm that week too that was one of the warm-ups so it was like 60 degrees towards the end of the week a little little sticky but um mm-hmm. my feet were warm i didn't have to wear my boot heaters like i had to do yeah, it right the dev team tryout my feet were really cold there but we got a lot of snow that those couple of days. That's yes. yeah. Oh, man, it was <laughs> that yeah. uh that surprise that storm was a surprise. That was terrific. Huh? Yeah. We were expecting a little bit, but not quite. I mean, that was close to a foot of snow. I mean, I don't know what the okay. exact total. I don't know. Stowe might have said day? 18. <laughs> that was the first day, right? Yeah, yeah, first day. Yeah. I was in the ace trial. But I and I think I thought we got about 14 inches and yeah. Um yeah, so good. Yeah, it was that was that was some fun snow. The wind was a little tough there, and a couple of trails, especially the wind was coming right up, and it was, whew. but uh, no, a great time. That was it was awesome to see, um, you know, both the Ace Dev Team and ETS Trout happen in the same two days, yeah. and uh, just an amazing group of people. Those that uh, were successful, and even those that weren't, there was a lot of talent, a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really neat to see um, everyone displaying their talents out there and showing why they do this. It was really cool. And um, it was fun. It was, it's, it's always when they take it to that level, the next level and uh, skiing, teaching, coaching. It's just, it was, it was beautiful. That, that's just fun stuff. I had a and, really good time at the ACE trial. Um, I, let's see, I, in December, End of November and December, I, I did management seminar and I ended up sticking around Killington for a couple, three days for a national ski patrol event. Um, some of us were invited to, to work. Uh, and I ended up um, hanging out quite a bit with Greg Fatigate, who was also working as a snowboard coach. And uh, we talked about ACE trial. You know, we had both done children's specialist events in the past, but we weren't on the team. So we we talked about it and like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. And we ended up, you know, doing it at Stowe together. And that was, that was a hoot. It's fun to, you know, be in the tryout with somebody, you know, you really like hanging out with, but Greg's a trip and he's, he's such (laughs) a good rider. He's such a good coach, you know, on top of he's like no ego. And he's like, so funny. It's just, yeah. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Greg, he's probably on his bike right now, riding something, riding some pump track or something. He's probably building a pump track. Usually I see him, he's building more stuff than he's riding. So, but uh, yeah, it was, it, I think overall for me, it was a great season um, and uh, really fun to see people back out there skiing and teaching. You know, everyone was skiing the year before. We didn't see each other. You know, we weren't able to get around as much, man. I never left Maine, New Hampshire. So it, it was definitely fun to get out. I had a great week over at Hunter Wyndham and um, real fun skiing with Murmur over at her program at Power Learn at Wyndham. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did the Hunter Week. And, you know, that was part of the exam stuff. And exams, I know, were a big part of your season mm-hmm. as an examiner in training. And, uh, I mean, how, how many exams just this past season were you involved with? Um, I did, I was at, uh, level two stuff at seven Springs, level three stuff at Hunter level two stuff at Wyndham. Um, that might've been it because I had knocked out quite a few the year before. Um, yeah, but it, you know, they're intense and it, and it was, um, across the board people were pretty prepared it seemed yeah. like uh you know there's just a lot of hunger out there because pandemic was so kind of disappointing for people i think those exam candidates the, the ones i saw really invested and did really well it's pretty high caliber yeah groups, they, you know and i think the the whole new standards you know our new national standards for and then the assessment forms and all that i mean that was definitely something we were working on on the ed staff side 
trying to figure that all out in the laptops and stuff. And hey, let's do it on our phone or iPad. And that wasn't working too well. So we definitely had to go to the, go to the laptops. But that, I mean, once we got the kinks out of that on our end, um, you know, that it was a great, great thing. I think it's going to move forward. Uh, Mr. Erickson, Chris Erickson's doing a great job for us here in the Eastern region. And um, it's kind of neat to, to finally see us across the whole country do some things super consistent. Yeah. That we're all using the same assessment form, assessment criteria, assessment activities type stuff. Um, and that's going to get even more consistent over the next few years, which is really cool. Um, which I think is what most of our members, you know, they want that. They want to see consistency. They want to be able, not just not just be told it's there, but actually see it. And I I think the form, you know, the assessment form being the same, our learning connection model, things are really moving in a good direction. Well, you know, it, it's it's I was really fortunate and honored to be invited onto the um, National People Skills Task Force last summer. I think it was July last summer and got involved with it. Not, you know, kind of late in the game, but we we wrote a lot of the stuff that's in the performance guides. Um, but what was super cool was at Academy, um, I skied in Ann Shorling's group and Ann chaired the People Skills Task Force. So we got to work together on that project and then ski together at the end of the season after all the exams and everything. But Chris Erickson was also in our group. So there was a lot of talk about, and everybody in the group was an examiner. Um, most, most of the people are examiners and those who aren't are on it were on ed staff. Um, there was a lot of conversation about the scorecards, about the standards, about the performance guides. And it was really cool to have, you know, Anne and Chris in the same little group with us and some really experienced um, examiners, Billy Beerman and, and Bob Shostak were in our group and they just have that long view, you know, and, and just so invested in understanding how it works, um, making sure it works right, making sure we're doing it right. And it, it's just, it was really cool. But um, I did want to say that through the winter, I, I, it was, it was obvious the exam candidates who had studied all the stuff that's online now, like the the scorecards, for example, the assessment forms, um, they talk about it. it's part of their language. So the fact that it's out there, like here it is, there's total transparency. This is exactly what we have in our pockets and we're filling out. Um, it really, it really helped the people who studied it. And I did end up doing, uh, I, I can't, two or three children's specialist events. Um, and, and those candidates, the ones who were best prepared had gotten online, printed out those scorecards, understood what the, what the criteria were and, you know, were prepared. It was good. Yeah. It was really fair. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to go in great direction, even better than we've had it now, um, which is cool. And, uh, and, and National Academy, you, you were with Ann and we're hoping we, we actually were trying, we can tell people we, we couldn't quite swing. You guys are so busy at National Academy. We were trying to swing Ann and your whole group to do a, do the live or kind of tape while you guys were at National Academy. And it was hard to read the schedule out there for you guys to do that. Yeah. But, um, we still want to get, cause still going to try to get Ann here on the podcast here over the next, couple months um when we get scheduled down and then maybe some of the people are in your group we'll try to still do that we're going to try to do that um yeah i i had um earphones and microphone with me i was ready but what 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 i don't think we thought about was that it it was the national academy before an inner ski so those got the team was out super early practicing um formation skiing and and then they would get together in the evenings for meetings so they were they had a really, really long week, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, we, I did talk to Ann and a couple others. Kevin Jordan wants to come back and he, yeah. he was super fun to have on. Yeah. A handful of others are, are uh, excited about coming on. So we'll get to that. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a busy, it was a busy academy. Yeah. Academy is busy. I mean, I've always wanted to go, but uh, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and I'll enjoy it for both of us. Yeah. You can go for both of us, man. If I, if, if I, if I ever, went i might not be able to come home because that's definitely the time of the year when we have to if i want to ski all winter i got to be home that time um so yeah but uh, it's a someday someday when i all retire that and i'm older mm-hmm. um but 
but what else, what else was kind of some of the fun stuff? I mean, at, at Academy, what are some of the things that people might not know that happens at Academy? You know, it, again, it, it's, I just got to say anybody who's a member of the, of the PSIA, ASI hasn't gone to a national Academy. And I hear people say, you know, we, we take our ski vacation, man, that totally is a ski vacation. You know, it's, it, it's so amazing, but, um, I think my, you know, my perspective this year, I, I, this was my, um, fourth one, um, in a row, I guess I missed when, when we had the pandemic, but I've mm. gone for to the last four. And so now I, I, I went a little more prepared this year. You know, I, I, um, I learned some things over the winter. I, I did some specific research over the winter of, of things that I'm interested in, things that I believe about skiing. And so I took those ideas with me and, um, you know, just got a chance to run them, not, not just by Ann, but that group we had is loaded for bear. So just bouncing these ideas off people who have a lot of experience, but, you know, I think it's real easy to, um, we sort of get trapped in our little bubbles and that might be your home area. You know, you, you, you only ski or mostly ski at your resort. Um, sometimes for us being on the road, we get, you know, we get in these little micro loops and I end up at the same, you see the same people throughout the winter because you end up going to the same resorts, but um, it's easy to forget that there is a big wide world out there of folks who are really, really knowledgeable lifers in this industry and had an opportunity to ski with um, not only Anne, who's a terrific coach and just a ripper. She just rips. Um, <clears throat> got to ski with Mike Porter, got to ski with Chris Fellows, got to ski with Jonathan Ballou and Ron Kipp and spent a lot of time with Pete Allison and um, I skiing with, with Porter skiing with, with, with Chris fellows and with, with, uh, with Ron Kip. I mean, that's an honor, you know, and, yeah. and, and I'm, you're a little starstruck skiing with those guys, but you know, the opportunity to bounce ideas off of them and see what they think about them. And some of this, you know, some of my stuff they liked and other stuff like, I don't quite see that. And, you know, the, that's really how you grow, you know? And, um, I just encourage any member who's who hasn't gone to an academy to to just go just just go see what that's about because you're 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 talking to the best coaches on the planet. There's no question. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, I, I I hear you. I would be too. Because it is <laughs> it's it's one of those premier things that uh, and you do and like you said, you know, you get in your bubble. Yeah. And it's nice to, I mean, out there, it's like everybody come from everywhere in the country and, and the best coaches there, mm-hmm. you know, it's really cool to, to be there and do that. And if, if you can, you should, um, it's, it's gotta be, I know it's an amazing experience just from everybody that's gone and come back and mm-hmm. talked about it and go back. I mean, we were talking about it on the, um, with the crew when we were doing our bourbon calls with mm-hmm. our zoom calls with the 12, 14 of us here in the uh, East that, um, you know, Bobby the other day was when we do it two weeks ago, Bobby's like, okay, everybody on this call, we all going to commit to go next year. We're all going to uh, Academy. I'm, I'm like, there. I'm, there. I'm like, everybody's going to that. I'm like, I'm just quiet. Bob goes, that's you too. That flower boy. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, see the flower boy that, that keeps me home, yeah. <laughs> but I wish I could go man. I, I would love to. Um, but yeah, people, people, if they haven't, known about it or, or haven't looked into it at uh, Academy is something they definitely should as a member. It's one of those bonuses, mm-hmm. you know, I think um, that you get to do that. I mean, here uh, we have the team members come in and skew the level threes on in the East during pro jam, you know, the master's Academy that that is, is a great thing to be able to do as a, as a member of PSA as a level three. And it was, it was neat. And we did the uh, Wednesday alternate afternoons and, the rest of the program folks would sign up and ski with some of the team members, you know, hopefully we can get back to some of that on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, it would be great. Yeah. It, um, I was just rec- you were getting all these memories back. Now we, I went out with Jonathan blue one afternoon and we did a, we did an afternoon called um, pattern breakers just had us doing 
what just weird shit like yeah. how much weird shit can you do like <laughs> i mean it's 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 the it's basically like can you pat your head and rub your belly while you're mm-hmm. skiing down the hill but it's way harder than that <laughs> and not not only is jonathan a, he's an amazing skier but he's a musician so he he's he can separate what one part of his body does from the other part and that's that was what we were doing down the hill and it's so humbling and everybody messes it up even you know even jonathan's like <laughs> your, your, your brain gets scrambled and you have to stop and you're like what the hell was i doing you know and mm. but, and you're laughing about it yeah. and it's just so cool but man what an opportunity for growth you know yeah. it's a big sky the next two years so i i just how can if that's not a ski vacation i don't know what is oh man i went there mr kenny sour was able to get me to go out there went out there the february before we hit the pandemic which I guess at that point we were in it and didn't know it already. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were out there. That was my first time to big, big sky. And oh, it was awesome. Absolutely amazing. I definitely want to go back again and uh, wish it was during the Academy. But um, yeah, I definitely want to go back to big, big sky. That was just an amazing place to ski. And I'll I didn't, go, and there for the I'll weekend, I didn't hit everything. I'll go with you. Yeah, there we go. We'll go. Oh, you could be there for a season and not have, hit everything. Oh. It's like, I, somebody told me if you drive from the far, if you're at the base looking up from the farthest base lodge on your left to the farthest base lodge on your right is a nine mile drive. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing <laughs> terrain. It's, ter- it's just it's terrain, terrain, terrain. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So when, when do you plan on hitting big snow here? Thinking about big mountains, you know, big sky, big snow. I think it's probably going to be third week of July. Third week of July. Yeah, my my mom's birthday is in a couple of days, so we're gonna um, we're gonna hang out for a couple of days with her. Um, I, I'm gonna be. I have some bike trips the first part of August, so I'm I'm thinking third week of July. I might try to get out there and take a few runs. Cool. Yeah. Well, I know this last year. You know, before they um, had the issue in September, it was I could see members and staff, and even Ed staff. They was posting all summer long, going and skiing you know once a week or mm-hmm. once a month or something like that it was a bunch of people going so we'll yeah. see if we start seeing that again now they're open i've seen a few haven't seen a bunch on there but on facebook and social media but hopefully i'll start seeing some more um and some big things for you this winter man i mean the advanced chosen educator you did you were successful at the ace tryout mm-hmm. so you're now a member of our our ace team here in the uh eastern region that's awesome congrats thank you yep. and um also um i know there's a new educational task force here in the eastern region that you're going to be the chairperson of yep. and i don't know I, I know it's it's very early in the stages just just formed mm-hmm. and um our higher ups our ceo kathy brennan and Don Herringer have been steering you guys, and I don't know how much you can say, but um, I think that's going to be exciting to have an education committee a task force rolling along for us here when we're an educational organization. Yeah, it's a little bit of a throwback. We historically had two separate committees. We had an education committee and a certification committee and the management committee, which still exists. Um Michael Mendrick as CEO decided to combine education and certification a handful of years ago. I'm not exactly when. And Chris Erickson was chairing that combined group. This list a lot of work. You know, it's it's not only a lot of work for one person, it's a lot of work for a committee, you know. So Kathy's decided to split it back in half. And I was was honored that she asked me to chair it. And of course I agreed. Um, I had been chairing the e-learning task force. So mm. the education committee has sort of absorbed uh, that that role, you know, that because it makes sense to house that sort of thing in the ed committee. Um, but we're we're really early in the game. I've put mm. together the committee um and really, really um impressive group of people. I'll just I'll just read the names out. Chris Dayton, Brian McVicker, Daniel Needle, Tom Mulligan, Augie Young, Jay Nation, Tina Buckley, and Ali Spalding and I comprise the the committee um everybody brings multiple angles to the committee you know which which is which is uh real like chris dayton for example is an alpine examiner he was also a school teacher so he understands curriculum understands pedagogy um brian mcvicker alpine examiner um 
owned and, and operated the trapeze schools. And, and I've, I had the pleasure and privilege of understudying Brian this past winter in a, in a, in an FS1 event. And there's nobody who understands how a body moves better than Brian McVicker, just from being a trapeze artist and yeah. a gymnast. He's just amazing. You know, um, Tom Mulligan, you remember, um, he, he was doing that series on YouTube, Meet the yeah. Ed stuff. So he's Meet, such a creative yeah. guy. And he, he's um, snowboard ETS and just super, super cool. But like, uh, you know, and Augie's uh, an Alpine examiner and an, an adaptive examiner. And Jay Nation's a tele examiner and, a, and an Alpine level three. Like just everybody brings something. Ali Spalding yeah. has an education degree. Tina Buckley's Alpine dev team and an ace. Yeah. Um, Danielle Needle. Um, just made snowboard dev team, but she's also, um, she's a scientist, um, mm. in the DC are super bright. So like just everybody brings something in addition to their on snow, uh, their on snow offerings, you know, yeah. but we've only had one meeting so far. We have another one tomorrow night. And right now our, uh, I think I can say this, it's not, not really a secret. Um, we're our, our task right now is to rewrite, um, all the course descriptions for the East. Cool. So we're, we're just looking at, you know, deciding on a model for the course descriptions and we want to provide consistency to the membership. We want that to be easily accessible from the website, which is being redesigned. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that alone is a, is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and we're going to continue to do the webinar series. We just did one last week with Susie Chase Motzkin. She did the, um, mindfulness and snow sports webinar. We had about 30 people on there. It's second time I've seen it. I, I watched, I was on the road last year and she presented that nationally. And I was in a hotel room and just signed on and watched. And it's really cool. Like she's got some really cool ideas about, um, you know, about mindfulness and sports. Um, and so she did that last week and we had about 30 people on there and it was really well received. So we have some others lined up for the, for the uh, summer and fall and, you know, we're going to be busy. Yeah. It's cool. It's exciting, man. It's, it's some of the stuff that goes on. I think, you know, in the off season from actually being on snow that people don't know about that, that there is, there is stuff going on in Albany with, and now some are still remote. And I know Kathy is, probably in New Hampshire a little more maybe than she is in Albany. I could be wrong there. She could be in, in Albany a lot, but um, yeah, a lot goes on planning and that and not, you know, putting schedule together and then even stuff like this, planning our events and topics and rewriting stuff and elevating stuff. So it's, it's you know, a lot of stuff's going on for our members, which is cool. Yeah. And, well, in uh, May, we had a, we had a leadership meeting in Albany right mm -hmm. at the beginning of May. And uh, there, there are some really, there's some cool stuff coming on the pipeline. I, I think, yeah. you know, Kathy has really exciting, solid ideas and yeah. she's, she's, um, she's pushing them. So it's cool. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's all good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll be rolling here on KS company. We might have to have Kathy back here um, or at least invite her. And hopefully she comes back so we can get her here as we move towards fall, maybe early fall to when things are really planned out and she can kind of, let us know what is going to be exciting for the winter. Yeah. Uh, it'd be great to have her back. Maybe get Don on, Mr. Haringa, our director of education programs. We'll have to, uh, yeah, this is a great way to get him on, you know, because then people ask him, you know, you tell them now we want to have him on before we ask him, you know, behind the scenes, ask him right on the air. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'd love to have them on to um, chat about what's going to be going on once they get it all panned out and ready to roll. Um, because, because our guests have really made the podcast awesome. Um, you know, and I wanted to, you know, we didn't do it right in the very beginning, but I wanted to thank our guests too. We thank their sponsors, but the folks that have been on the podcast with us that come on and take the time out and, um, come on to do this. Some have to do it at some pretty interesting hours when we're doing the East West coast type thing. <laughs> um, we've done that, um, on both sides. So, um, it's great to have them on it. And, you know, I mean, my God. You know, Angela, your your dream podcast. We were able to do it. What are we going to do now, man? We already we had Wayne Wong on. Like a, we got the poster up. You got yours up. Yep. Um, it was awesome having him on. He was so cool. Nice. Um, 
and it was so awesome that uh, he agreed to come on. It was really great and a lot of fun. And and I know we'll have him back because he, when we went off there, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll come back. Just give me a call anytime. So we'll definitely have to be sending a text out sometime um, to see what's going on there. Um, Ellen Post Foster, mm-hmm. um, awesome. Um, and also, you know, Mr. Rogan's been on a bunch of times. Um, Allie Cummings came on. That was a fun one with Allie. Yeah. She's just um, been here doing great things for so long in the East. And uh, it was great chatting with her. And I, I had the pleasure of skiing different times with Allie so many times um, over the years, even before I was an Ed staff member, get to ski with it was awesome. I remember that. Uh, Greg Dixon, uh, coach of the telly team for our national team. Um, awesome, awesome. I want to go telly skiing with him. I don't mind if my legs burn and hurt and whatever. I, I want to go skiing with, with Greg, definitely. Something, something tells me they'll burn and hurt. Oh, yeah. They burn anyways when I get my <laughs> telly gear on. And, you know, I love telling with the crew here in, in the East also. Um, and, uh, you know, Hafer, that was fun. And I'm, I'm still waiting. I did see that. I saw some photos. I can't remember who. If it was you or somebody took the photo, something that the wrestling match started that they were talking about. <laughs> I did see one of them holding the other one over their shoulder or something. That was at National Academy, I believe. That was at the sponsor party. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I didn't instigate it. I wasn't, <laughs> they were outside. I was inside and I was, I was walking out to go back to my room or to go to dinner or something. And Hafer grabbed me and said, it went down. They both <laughs> said they were. <laughs> they both claim victory. Yeah, of course. Of <laughs> so, course. So Nobody there to referee. Draw. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll call it a draw. Oh, man. But, you know, we just had, you know, Murmur Blakesley came on. Um, you know, who else? We had? You know, we started the season with Sue Kramer, coach of our Ed staff, you know, our, our examiner coach here in the uh, in the eastern region. Always great to talk with Sue. Um, you know, and then we had T-Bar, um, Terry Barber, Dave Wen. Um, just awesome. You know, we were able to have Nick on Nick Blaylock. Um, we had, had Kevin Jordan and Mark Aiken with the new children's manual. That was really cool to, to chat about that. That's a great piece that's been done. And and if people don't have it, they do have it because they can, they're a member. Everybody gets that one free electronically. So they should be looking it up and checking that one out. And, And Mark, who was an advanced children's educator also. Yep. After he was on the podcast, made the made the Alpine Dev team. Yeah. He is now on the development team here in the East, so that is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah we got a really awesome Dev team right now. A lot of um, people on there doing some great thing. We had um, Tyler Sullivan just was published. He's on the development team. Mm-hmm. Made it the year before, so he's been on this for the second year on the team, and he uh, just got a it's a great article, freestyle article in the uh, Snow Pro. That if people haven't checked out, should check that out, um, which is awesome. Uh, let's see who else do we have on the people. If they haven't listened, should go Brian Smith, man. That was a great one. Chat with Brian. It's always fun. Brian is the storyteller, man. And um, it is neat. I mean, he he talked a lot about how, you know, telling stories is part of his makeup and uh how he connects with people. That one that was a, that was just it's always a lot of fun chatting with I th- Brian. I think last winter, I mean wherever I go, people come up and, and talk about the podcast. It's, it's kind of overwhelming, but I, I would be willing to bet that last winter, more people came up to me and talked about Brian's than, and they yeah. just loved, they loved the way he told stars and, and yeah. the way he connects with people, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, Leslie Baker Brown from technical blizzard was on and, and Leslie's amazing. Just really knows the ski industry is doing some amazing things for women um, with the support of Technic Blizzard, they're doing some great stuff and the scholarship stuff and, and the women to women program. Um, if people haven't seen that podcast, haven't listened to the podcast or seen it, watching on YouTube or, or I didn't know about, that, they should check that out and uh, check out some of the stuff they're doing because there's some awesome things that they're doing. On the to, Women's Summit was yeah. just, uh, just before all the Ed Staff trials. Yeah. It just, I mean, that was amazing to be able to have Leslie on. Um, you know, Brenda Kelleher and Keely Wobble. I mean, that was cool to have a team member from another country uh, chatting with. And that was, you know, Brenna was able to make that happen for us. And we've had Brenna on. I would think that was her second yeah. time on the podcast because, you know, season one. And uh, hopefully we'll have her back. Maybe we'll have her sister on with her, which would be great. We've tried to do that and just had some scheduling issues. But um, 
Brenna is always fun, man. If I go to Big Sky, I'm going to look up Brenna because I know she knows that place, man. And yeah. hopefully, she, hopefully she can show us around, Angelo. I think she'd like to. She asked yeah. where you were. I know. I, I would love to have been there. But, uh, you know, I just got to go. I got to go before March, you know. Yeah. I got to go that, that January, early February time. So that's when we'll have to do it. But um, yeah, it's it, just a great season so far. And um, I know you and I have talked a little bit through text and barely even had time to get on the phone with each other. Might <laughs> do this, that, you know, we really we missed getting out there and chatting. We've had people say they wanted to, us to get going. We wanted to get going as much as some of you wanted us to get going. And uh, we just wanted to touch base and thank everybody. Let you know, we got some stuff. We definitely have things coming out here for July and August. And we're already starting to plan for our, season three september through um and so what 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 are you what are you doing these days to get ready for next season you thinking about it yeah yeah i mean well i mean this is you know i try to get on the bikes road bike and mountain bike i've been on the i got on the road bike first because we were were a little wet early spring and i don't i can't get on the bike i if i get on the bike it's very late at night on the trainer in april um, and it's usually early April when, with, with the greenhouse business, once we hit late April, May, and it used to be into early June, it's just crazy how things are selling out faster with, um, with that, with that part of our business here. But, um, yeah, I've been getting on the bikes been on the mountain bike a lot the last couple of weeks, um, with my own trails right here. That's where I've been riding. Um, but I like to mix it up. I got to force myself. My road bike's getting a little lonely. But it's okay. I'd rather be on the mountain bike right now through 4th of July. A little too much traffic out there. But yeah, I, the bikes would have hit first. And then Miss King, Margie King, who was one of our podcast guests this season, um, would be, you know, she's pushing me to stay on the roller. I got to get back on the roller a little bit, start the flexibility stretching, which, you know, that also helped my core a little bit in terms of when I'm on the roller and that, doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I want to put back in that we used we did years ago that i mean you and i've talked about and um you know you're the skateboard man but i want to get back on the rollerblades so i'm working on doing that um and i uh, get a pair of rollerblades again my my rollerblades are a little old yeah. <laughs> but yeah we were on it a bunch and then got off but i want to get back on that again and then as you know kind of the work around here is my uh you know i joke with miss kramer with the sue a lot and send her the photos and text with her that uh does this count as workout when i'm you know got the chainsaw running or cutting wood or doing the crazy stupid stuff i have to do around the farm um and she she pretty much most of the time says it counts yeah that's good (laughs) she would know yeah so no but um yeah i definitely i definitely started thinking now try to as much as i can we're going into we're going to start picking tomorrow um which when people hear this, it might be a couple of days. We'll pick a couple of days when they listen to it. I've already started picking. We're going to start picking blueberries tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks a lot of my time. when We get the blueberries during the day and ice cream shop at night, but um, I still try to sneak out there. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds busy. Yeah. You've been on the, you've been on your skateboard. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell, don't tell Margie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I try to get on the yoga mat a lot and yeah. walk. Been a couple trail runs, um, mm. mostly skateboarding, three four days a week. And I, I, I beat myself up a little bit over the last week, so I took a couple of days off. But uh, it it's uh, yeah, it's good for my head to yeah. to think about movement. You know, because that's what we do. And Ned Ned Crossley always says we're movement coaches. We coach movement, and I. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that and I believe it more yeah. now than I used to, that you have to move your body when you're skiing, you have to move your body, body parts have to move, you know? And so it's really cool in the summer and I skate in the winter, but not very much, but, uh, it's cool to, to try new things, try new tricks and, and really pay attention to how your body wants to move, you know, cause I think the body's pretty intuitive and it, it, uh, it wants this arm wants to go up when that leg goes up and you got to let it, you know, and, and it's on the skateboard. There's a lot of micro movements. There's a lot of macro movements to make things happen. And I'm, as I have fun at the skate park, I, I'm thinking about ski season and what are the micro movements there? What's going on with inside the ski boot with your foot bones and but what are the big movements, you know, and, and there are big movements in skiing, but they're, 
they're uh, they're spread out over time, you know. But <laughs> look at look at look at how much the thighs move throughout throughout turns. The thighs are really moving like this, and so the both the arms need to do that. And, you know, just thinking about that quite a bit, but in a you know on the skateboard in a different sport, and I, I really enjoy that. You know, and learn lessons and then apply them on the hill in the winter. Yeah. I mean, that's my biggest start. And I don't, you know, I know we're doing some tech talk and the Ed staff's got Sue Kramer's got really a cool thread going. They're talking about some, some stuff with turn initiation mechanics, which is great to start thinking there. I have a hard time putting my brain into the, the tech talk too much yet in terms of my own personal, it's like, I'm just into like, okay, I got to get through labor day. (laughs) So I get more into the physical part for me now Um, with us, with the podcast. I mean, I get in it a little bit, I have to get into it, but for me, it's more about the, the the coaching part versus just the tech part. You know, my brain starts going, thinking how I'm going to set things up. Like I'm thinking about the dev team now and, yeah. you know, what kind of things I want to do there. And it's not specific to like technical stuff. It's more how I want to set up mm-hmm. their training for the fall, get them motivated, what they need to start looking at, you know, as we get towards September, everyone gets busy in the summer and they can look at stuff and encourage them. But I know even from my personal experience, you know, they tell you, look at this, look at that. And it's like, yeah, the week after Labor Day, I'm like, what was that list I was supposed to look at? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I get it. Um, so, I'm, I'm offering a, a, at least one workshop in the fall. Uh, at a, at, it's actually at my alma mater, my college alma mater, um, co- a coaching workshop, you know, and been thinking about that quite a bit. Like, yeah. What the the new um the new teaching standards like it 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 really made us it made a lot of people think about what they're doing out there yeah you know in a good way in yeah. a good way because yeah. uh yeah you got a coach who's in front of you you yeah. know we don't always do that yeah and and there's some and there's fun stuff on my list like I got the t-shirt on tonight for the the Deer Farm Cyclocross Greg Dolbeck's um race he has in september i'll be doing i'll be i won't be doing it he wants me to uh do one of the gravel rides on sunday which i might do but he has all the cycle cross races on saturday which i lo- i went last fall for the first time to watch that and i'm gonna go back to that it's uh i don't know the exact it's like the third weekend in september um don't know the exact it's if you look up deer farm cycle cross and greg dolbeck you can find it out we should post it somewhere here on our youtube site or whatever but it's a great race, if you, man. If you can remember the password. Yeah, I got to remember the password. <laughs> Jesus. God, how long have we been on this? And my computer logged out and I got to find the password to get into our YouTube site. But yeah, I got to reset that sucker. God, isn't that funny? And then I ask you and you don't have it either. It's like, no, I do. I, I, I Google Google passwords logged me in. <laughs> yeah, I got to save it in Google passwords next time. But um, yeah, it's a great, it's, it, even if, if you want to race, you should race or do the gravel ride. You should check it out. He does like a, it's like a 30, he has set up like a 30 mile gravel ride, a 50. And then he's got like a, I think it's almost 90 with like nine over almost 10,000 feet of climbing on some gravel roads over here in my area. It's only, I mean, Greg's parents place where the deer farm is, is over in uh, West Newfield, Maine. It's only about 25, 30 minutes from here. Mm-hmm. So um, it's kind of my local area, and uh, but if anybody want, if you're in the cycle cross racing or watching it, because Greg's got some racers that come. There was like a silver medalist from the Olympics or whatever there last year, and some other big time races. So it was it was fun to watch, man. It's cool. So hopefully we should have Greg on sometime just to chat about biking, and he does some incredible rides, man. It's kind of neat to see um, him and his buddies doing some of these. 100 mile rides. They did a 200 mile ride. I think I mentioned the pilot. 200 mile ride last year. It was around Shimp, Lake Champlain. That's one too day. Far. In one day. Too far. I'm like, what time? Like, <laughs> my God, start when it's dark out, they start, I guess. So then, you know, I'm like, wow. I mean, start at dark and finish at dark. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, but yeah. But uh, hopefully everybody's having fun out there. You know, we wanted to touch base and uh let you know what's going on and we haven't chatted in a while and i wanted to kind of talk about you know both of us did about you know the winter and what's going on now what went on then and we are definitely going to keep going a few people ask me are you guys going to keep going with the podcast it's like yes we are i think just that april may and june are kind of the three tough months for us and it's, it's 
because our went, you know, everything's packed in. I think you're finding out probably more now than when you were teaching full time. That you get well, into that. I age. was just, I was just going to say, when people ask if we're going to continue to do it, we should just. Yeah. Our answer needs to be: we have a nine month contract. Yeah. <laughs> right we'll be back in july man with a nine month contract yeah we got a nine month contract oh man so yeah so we'll get her we're rolling and uh good to chat angelo and and um hopefully um some people keep subscribing and liking the channel liking the podcast and uh we definitely are working some stuff for the next to finish the two months and we're already looking at next season um how we can start off and get rolling for september through the winter um definitely exciting and uh yeah thanks everybody out there thanks for listening and uh thanks for joining in we hope uh you put some comments down if you had some podcasts you really enjoyed so far this season because we're not done but some of the podcasts you really enjoyed or or um, things you gained from the podcast, that'd be cool to see either on our Facebook when we, we post or our comments on the YouTube channel. If you watch it that way versus the podcast, because um, Angela, I'd like to hear. Lost, what if they lost things because of the podcast? Yeah, maybe they lost things, you know, maybe they unlearned. Maybe we, we talked about that once. Maybe the unlearning. You know, Listen to your unlearn. show. I'm dumber now and did we, worse. Did we cause you to unlearn? Um, but no, just I don't know. It, it's neat to. To know if we're hitting home and to, to know what things do and uh, what they like. And because I know people come up to us and say, hey, are you guys going to talk about this? Or are you going to, you know, so-and-so would be a good person on there. And, you know, we definitely try to have as many as we can and branch out there. Sometimes we some folks we have in the lineup that will probably be on this year. We've had on for a while in terms of on the schedule to, or to ask. And we just haven't been able to get scheduled to work out. It's, it's amazing how busy everybody is. So will make time for us because we're important. Well, you know, I've been pretty, I've been pretty psyched and pretty flattered as to all of our guests from season one and season two. And many people come back more than once. I'm psyched that Pete Allison wants to come back. Yeah. Um, I love talking with Pete, man. He's just a cool, cool cat and um, knows a lot about education, um, which is great. That's kind of that thing you were talking about. You get outside your little pod and get to talk with people and, you get to learn a lot, and I hope people are getting that from the podcast to get to ch- get to listen and hear from folks they don't um, see yeah. or get to chat with. But um, it's good to talk with you again, Angelo. It's been a while since we've been able to get on here and do this, and um, I hope everybody's having fun out there. There's lots of challenges in the world, but there's still a lot of fun if you go look for it. So try to look for the fun and maybe just go have an ice cream cone and chill out because – who can have ice cream and be unhappy? A lactose intolerant. <laughs> well, yeah, then you know, have something, you know, have some sorbet or something. That's what I do. I don't I just stick to the raspberry and mango sorbet myself, even though I own the joint. All right. I'm gonna have I'm gonna go have a sorbet then. There you go. All righty, folks. We wanna Angel and I wanna thank everybody. And um, this has been the following with KS and Company. <laughs>